welcome once again to another episode of BL Can't Save You. This is Mana. Oh, hi, yes, and this is Natalia. I didn't know if I was getting introduced or what. Clearly, I'm... I'm here again. I'm here again. <laughs> Oy vey. Awkward. Hashtag awkward. The classic Natalia way. Uh, I just love that's that should be a, that should be our thing now. I'm just gonna introduce you, and it's just gonna be like an awkward long, an pause. awkward silent. <laughs> you didn't. You just okay. You didn't introduce me. You just said your name, and then I just sat here waiting for you to continue. But you've been on the podcast like no, how I'm many aware. Times? I'm aware. This will be my third time. So really, not that many. Like. <laughs> Have have mercy. <laughs> okay, well Natalia's here again. I'm back again. <laughs> Can't get rid of me. No, no. I actually I basically kidnapped her from like all the other things that she does. Which is so many. <laughs> Which is a lot so actually. Um so I kidnapped her for uh, an hour. So <laughs> so that way I could have somebody else to um to talk BLs with, that's, that's really what we're doing here. That's, uh, that's the basic, uh, <laughs> that's the, the basic, basic si- situation going on here. <laughs> that's the basic premise of this entire endeavor. <sighs> okay, well, now that that's out of the way. Now that awkwardness <laughs> is over, uh, <laughs> what are we doing today? <laughs> Oh my god. Today we're even more of a mess than usual. And that's saying a lot. That's that's saying quite a bit. That's saying quite a bit. (laughs) Okay, so before we actually get to the topic of the days, I usually do my rundown of the BLs that are either premiering or have already been airing. Now, this is not an exhaustive list. Ain't nobody got time for that. Also, uh, I have to do this on my real job time, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I have enough information for you, so, you know, don't worry. Okay, so, Somatic Error, episode 5 and 6, by the time you hear this, they would have already passed, and mm. hopefully, uh, Sanwu and, oh my god, I can see him, whoever his character's <laughs> name is, can't ever remember. Uh, figure their situation out. I'm sure they will. Um, and then they'll just like ride off into whatever KBL land sunset happens after that. <laughs> this is going swimmingly. Uh, also, the Tuxedo is premiering on Sunday. That's with Champion Green. And um, that is on March 13th on Gagulala. Um, My Ride is also premiering on the Actually, fourth, the fourth mm-hmm. on Gaga Lala as well. Um, Cutie Pie premiered that with Z, new, new, Matt and Nat, Max, Nat. I always get that. Anyway, I don't know about it. Uh, it's on Saturday on Channel Mandy on YouTube. Uh, Tuesday. There is old boarding house. I finally figured out what that was. It's a KBL on Vicky. (laughs) 
Thursdays is Cherry Blossoms After Winter, also on Vicky. Mm. Our day on our day, which is the Thai BL about basketball and a very grumpy college student, uh, is on Fridays on Gagulala. Uh, Something in My Room is on Thursdays on Channel 3 Plus. Enchante is on Fridays on GMM TV. Secret Crush on You from St. Co. Is on Friday on YouTube. Physical therapy, which is on Gagalala, is on Sunday. And last but not least, not me is also on Sunday. And how could I forget my wonderful children from You're My Sky on Saturdays? Mm-hmm. Um. So there you have it, folks. There's the there's what's happening on your laptops mobile devices and anywhere else you can get BL in on <laughs> all of those BL locations that you watch the BLs you know <laughs> you know <laughs> in and around the internet <laughs> location you know why, why, why is this so messy today I don't know listen it's <laughs> It's the first week of March. We're all just sort of, you know, we're in that weird transitional time between winter and spring, even though it's, we just had a snowstorm where I am, so it's still very firmly entrenched in winter, but, you know, we're just, we're doing, and we're doing what we, what we can, you know. It's very hot here. I'm very jealous. Like, I want it to be cold. No, don't. It's. It's a nightmare. This winter has been non-ending. Like, every day I, like, wake up and I'm like, oh, man, winter's still still going. Huh? Still yeah. going. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I just want to sit on my balcony and drink my morning tea, but I just stand, like, inside staring out at my balcony that's, like, completely covered in snow and ice, and then I just drink my tea and grumble. That's a... <laughs> sounds fun, huh? Yeah, sounds, sounds very Sounds like lovely. a good time. Yeah. Sounds like the best time, really. The best? Just the absolute tits. So what are we talking about today? <sighs> well, so now that we've all gotten every thing out of the way here... Uh, <laughs> so... If you follow my YouTube channel, which you should, which is called Manor Reads, um, I was talking about Not Me last episode, which was mm. episode 10. And I was making predictions, or people were asking me, like, hey, what did you think was going to happen? And I said, Todd Black. And, like, you were kind of right. I am going to die on that hill. I don't care. Listen, I know. They- Okay, Todd Black. By the way, warning for spoilers. If All go right. watch, go watch the show before. Okay, Todd Black have the energy of like, yeah, they fucked once, right? You know? Right. But like right. now they hate each other. Well, yeah, because like it went, it went, it went wrong. Okay, it so. went. It like I'm not saying that it was ever right. It probably never was. But I'm just telling you that it's Todd Black. Like, y'all y'all can get mad at me if you want to, but it's true. 
it, it's just true. Like that energy of like I'm going to kill you, but then I remembered our past. That was beautiful, and so I'm not gonna kill you. It was there. <laughs> you know, like he he rethought what he was up to. You know. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, you know, uh, uh, as you do when you're murdering your ex lover, you know, it's just that you remember, you have fond memories of them. That's true, you know. Before you know, and so and so, I understand how Todd feels. <laughs> really? <laughs> do Do you though? Like, would you would you try to drown your ex in a pool? I don't. <laughs> After drugging him? I don't know, man. That seems a bit extreme. Listen. Also, we're not rich assholes, so. Oh, I guess this is also true. We are not rich assholes. We're not, we're not rich assholes, so okay. we can't really, like, identify too strongly with his quest for capitalist power. Um, because we don't have any. and We, we don't. But we as- never will. But as so, a but as a YouTube hustler, I I aspire to. No, you don't know. See, there, there's a difference. There's a difference because, like, listen, content creators—they're not on the same level as fucking no. billionaires. You know, no, what I, mean? no, I don't no, listen. No. I don't. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> um, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not here about that today, Natalia. I know. Like, listen. I can. I can connect everything back. To the evils of late stage capitalism, but right, you, right. nobody wants me to. Well, no, I think, no. Actually, I think a lot of people want me to because they enjoy my, you know, irreverent workers' rights take. But we're talking about, and you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say it. Not me is the perfect vehicle. Oh my god! For my rants because they're on the <laughs> level with me. Right. No, not I me totally is with me on this one. Right. No, totally. Yeah, they are totally. Um, you know about workers' rights. They are. They are. They are. Mm-hmm. And about you know shaking up the system and totally taking back power for for the people. Um, yep. And also, um, are very gay. So I very approve. gay. I approve wholeheartedly of gay crime. Yeah. The the whole show is essentially be gay do crime. Yeah. And. We really enjoy that, you know? Yeah, we really do. Here on the BL Can't Save You podcast, we definitely condone Be Gay Do Crime. But, like, yeah, not Be Gay really. Do Crime, big but like, But, like, don't, like, really, because, like... But like, you know, do just, whatever you want. <laughs> but tell, Listen, but, we won't tell. tell. No. <laughs> we won't I, tell. We won't tell. You can, you know, you can just, uh, you know, I don't know, but you do you, and just be careful. When you're out there, um, mm-hmm. being gay and doing crime, doing doing <laughs> the crime, doing the crime, yes. Okay, so like let's actually talk about sensitive points here because we just we just basically talked about being gay and do crime. Um, well, that's the is, plot of the show. So yeah, yeah, which is very valid. But um, I my I don't know if I had a favorite ep- moment in the episode. Well, no, that's not true. I did. Because I I am a big emotional emotional ball. Emotional <laughs> Yeah, I just I'm a ball. I just mix I just mixed emotional and ball together and just made them a word. Like that's what that's what I did just to make it easier. Um <laughs> uh yeah, so my favorite scene 
was when, you know, they're in the garage and they're, you know, facing bullets or whatever. And, you know, um, Sean gets left behind because reasons. <laughs> I'm sure there's valid, I'm sure there was valid plot points for him to be left behind. That plot point being White coming to rescue him. How he knew that, that he was there, I don't know. And I frankly don't care. Um, Irrelevant. Irrelevant. It is irrelevant information. He went to get, get his man. His man tried to crash them on the motorcycle, which is not smart. Um, but, you know, Sean is not necessarily... Oh! I don't know if Sean's not the brightest tool in the shed. I think that goes to Yoke. Mm. But, like, they're not the brightest, considering that they all they're... go to university. <laughs> They're not a brain trust. Let's just no. say that. They are not a brain trust. Anyway, and so, like, uh, and White, you know, takes him back to the abandoned tent. Which I, I don't know if he's been living there uh, since, since They then. haven't really been very clear as to, like, what White's been up to since, <laughs> since Black returned from the dead, really. Yeah. I have no idea what he's been doing. Apparently, White doesn't know either, <laughs> which is, you know, kind of unsettling. Um, but then, um, you know, but he showed up at the right time, you know, to save his man and then proceeded to kind of like, you know, say hello to him again in a very sexy way. Um <laughs> Wait, listen, I gotta, I gotta talk about this because okay, 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 poor, poor Sean, who's just, he's so dumb, <laughs> not know what the hell is going on. Like, one, one week, he just like, one day, he's just, he's having the best time, right? Right. And he's in love, and everything's great. The next day... His his boyfriend is beating the shit out of him for absolutely no reason, and he doesn't know what the hell is going on. Then it's like the next day he's back. Like, what you, he is just he is just confused. You know, he is having right. a rough time. He is very stupid, and he just doesn't doesn't know what, what? to do. <laughs> Well, now, so in episode 11, like, he finally figured it out. Yes. Because, which is a friggin' miracle. Right. Um, so he finally got that sorted out in his head. Because, um, like, here's the thing that I, I really thought that he knew. Like, I really was sure that he knew. No, I, I had a sneaking suspicion uh, that he was very dumb. <laughs> um and like my sneaking suspicion was I felt like it was it was a real red herring, you know what I mean? Where they kept uh, being like, Oh, yeah. like, do you ever have a sibling? I'm like, nah, he he doesn't know shit. This man <laughs> is dumb as hell and we all know it. Like <laughs> Yeah, so I was just like, okay, and so but but at least now he knows. We hope. Um, so. <laughs> but yes, no, he does know. No, 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 he, he does, does know now. He does know now. Um, and so, which is a good thing, 
And I just, I'm just glad that, you know, that kind of got cleared out of the way. Nobody, like, now I understand why, like, when they saw kind of, like, white, like, again, like, in the gang, like, why they had such a reaction to him, like, on the first mm-hmm. episode. I was like, oh, because he's a dick. Oh, he's an <laughs> asshole. Right. He's just a very unlikable man. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. This is all coming together. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I see now. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Like, Black like black is just a very vicious, angry asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, but, you know, they show the flashback of him and Todd, you know, being, I'm going to say lovers. I don't care what y'all tell me. Anyway. Um, friends. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, he, he was very different. Like, he seemed very different. Mm. You know, he seemed, like, not as, like, punchy in the face as soon as I see you. <laughs> but, like... Still a little punchy. I mean, like, a little punchy, but, like, less punchy. Like, 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 because, you know, when Black woke up, he was at already at, like, level, like, 20. And Mm. so, like, when in the flashback, he was, like, at a level 10 of punchy. You're, you're right. You're right. So, something must have happened between the, like, I'm a normal punchy person, if that's a thing. And, like, now I'm just going to beat up everybody and then, like, never ask questions. Hmm. There is a, there is something that must have happened between those two. Something. A little something. Like, I don't know, man. But it does, it, it all does make sense when you realize, oh, wait, everyone, everyone hates this dude. Got it. I mean, it makes sense, right? Because he, he immediately was like, you know, he like, he like went up to Yoke and be like, this cop's here. And it's just like, you don't know him. Like, granted, Dan is a policeman and I'm still not trusting him. Listen, ACAB. ACAB every day, all the day, <laughs> you know? Um, but like... But, you know, he didn't need to, like, step... Like, I really thought that if Yoke, like, hadn't, like, stepped in, like, he would have just, like, started beating on him. Oh, for sure. Like, just, like, with no, like, provocation and just, like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Mm. Mm. You know, um, because that seems to be, like, how he solves problems. Yes, that that is how he solves problems for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't know. I'm because I was watching the episode and watching them all interact with Black, and I'm like, how have you not kicked him out of your gang? Well, like, cause he's listen. I'll tell you why. I know exactly why they haven't kicked Black out of the gang. It's because he's the smart one. <laughs> like, is he an asshole? Yes. But is it made very clear that all of the good ideas come from him? Absolutely it is. Like, they they can't survive without this guy. Like, uh, all of their ideas are stupid. Like, look at what you're dealing with, okay? You've got Yoke, who's, 
just he's just like, yes, I just want to paint people, and I'm gonna fall in love with a fucking cop. And then when the cop tells me he's the one who killed my friend's dad, I'm like, we don't, we don't, we don't need to worry, we don't need yeah. to worry about that. And then you've got Sean, who's just like reactionary bad idea after bad idea, right? Right. And then you've got oh boy, Graham. You've got Graham, who, my guy, like, ugh, sir, sir, <laughs> I <need> help. <laughs> so, so, and I know people are gonna be upset because they're they're really into they were really into the whole Graham Black idea. They were, and I understood. I know? get it. I get it. I understand. But Graham is not about that life. He is not. At all. Um, like, so, he kind of, like, listen, I think that he would, he would be open to the idea, but, like, it's just not what he's into right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, right now he's into his friend's girlfriend. Yeah. And, um, God bless him, you know? He's, he's, he's doing his Doing his darndest, you know, to just... I mean, I mean he kind of has, like, this cute puppy, but, He like, really is. He is! He's just this cute puppy that's, like, kind of been abandoned, but it still, like, really wants somebody to love him. And, like, is finding this other person who's also broken, mm-hmm. but, like, could love him, but, like, is still about this other person... So, like, she's not ready to adopt a puppy? That's fair. Until but, the pup, until the, until the person's, like, wait. So, until, actually, like, Black, the real, the real Black, like, goes to Eugene and be like, I don't want to date you anymore. I know, isn't that going to be an awkward conversation? When he's <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, by the way, um... That wasn't, that wasn't me. Uh, that, oh, see, that's, that's where it's coming from. That's where not me comes from. Wow. <laughs> We've solved it. We've connected the dots. Wow, Natalia. You know it. I did it. I solved, I solved it. You did. I'm so I proud know. of you. I fig- I figured it out. So proud. So proud of you. So proud. <laughs> I'm dumb as hell, aren't I? It's fine. It's fine. No, no, you're not. You're not. You're, you're like, no, no, you're you're fine. <laughs> you're all good. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I really, so none of, like, no one likes this idea. And maybe it's a bad idea, too, considering. <laughs> but, like, but I kind of want Graham and Eugene to end up together. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Like, I I am also cool with that. Because I see no like, problem with that. Because I guess people are like, but she's in love with Black. I'm like, is she, though? Like, listen, she got turned down pretty hard. Okay, granted... It wasn't by Black, <laughs> but she still got turned down 
pretty pretty hard, man. And also, like, even like when you know when Black was there in the first episode, it's not like he treated her really well. No, he didn't. So, you know, did she really? <laughs> like, I mean, maybe, yeah, of course. Like, you you're with somebody and they, you know, whatever, and like you love them. But then after you've had some time away, and maybe you've thought about it and reflected. You realize that that person was not right for you because they exactly. were an asshole. Exactly. And so now you see this person who is very nice and very loving and is just the cutest puppy dog eyes at you. And like it's trying to make you he's laugh. He's just doing, he's trying his best, you know. I would think that you would decide to be like, this person actually seems to like me as a person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh Graham Nooch Endgame for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. you know what? If there's one person who deserves a nice himbo in their lives, Nooch. Yes. She's she's working hard, man. She's doing she's putting in the work, doing working for the cause. She deserves a nice himbo. Yes! Himbo for the win. Dying on that hill right now. Um, I don't know why people say that. Because it's like you don't want to die on him. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, well, like, I think it's just an expression. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, I know. More sort of... Okay, let's not get into this. Let's not get into this. Let's not <laughs> no, get into this. No, 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 let's not. Let's not. Um, yeah, so I, I'm a, I'm a Graham Eugene shipper. And I am proud of that fact. I do not care because I think that that's end game right there, um, and I hope it is end game because hmm. I would be very sad if that wasn't. So, like overall for the series so far, like how do you think like the like how do you think the show is doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I think it's doing fantastic. Like, hmm. I mean, in terms of the ju- subject matter, in terms of the cinematography in terms of the direction, in terms of the different elements they're using mm-hmm. um, to kind of convey the concepts that they're trying to convey. You know, they invited um, one of the rappers uh, of uh, Rap Against Dictatorship, mm-hmm. like that group there, um, you know, one of the, the main, I don't know if he's a main rapper, but, you know, one of the participants, mm-hmm. you know, they went to that protest rally You know, they were, you know, at the gay pride, you know. And so they were doing a lot of things that no other show has done. Like, like, not even even just GMMTV, which is actually kind of amazing that it is. It's kind of amazing for GMMTV to be doing this. Right, but I, like, I'm, as Natalia knows, I am not the biggest cheerleader of GMMTV. I'm neutral on, I, you know, I think they're a, capitalist organization like all other capitalist organizations whose only goal is to make money not to make high art right and that's fine so i feel like when people do these really in-depth sort of like trying to find meaning on the dumbest shows ever made um there's a bit of a clownery going on you know what i mean because i'm like okay like sure you can you know analyze fish upon the sky all you want, but 
But at the end of the day, it's it's just a rom com that's made yeah. to make money. Yeah, I'm and not GM- upset. Yeah, and GMMTV has figured out a good formula to make money. Right. And good for them. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I, when I'm watching Not Me, I don't know how they convince GMMTV to make it. Yeah, I actually don't know how they convinced GMMTV to do that either, because it's very not GMMTV. No, like, it's not. It's like they're, they're, it's doing like very broad governmental, like, criticisms it's doing societal criticisms um it's you know talking about actual issues not made up issues um it's it's not presenting a like the thing about g okay okay here's gmmtv the thing about gmmtv is that it presents sort of a utopian sexual society in a lot of ways in a lot of fields yeah, and sort of, and what I mean by that is that it's presenting this idea. Uh, I think my husband coined it the uh, the bisexual utopia, where it's like gendered, like no one cares if someone's gay. Like, you know, like the homophobes are in the minority, and you know, gay people have absolutely no problems being gay, and it's all that matters is that you love each other but that's not how society actually works you know what i mean so they've created sort of a fictional universe it's like how okay if anyone listening out there has seen the show bridgerton yeah it's like how bridgerton invented a you know pre-victorian society without racism right right and so this is presenting a you know Thai society with limited homophobia, which is not the case in anywhere. Like, that's not the case literally anywhere in the world at the moment. So, this show is not doing that. It's not taking place in the same sort of GMMTV universe where all that matters is if you love each other. No, there's actual societal problems. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's very different than anything um, people had been willing to make um, because it's not exactly packaged in mm-hmm. the pretty, you know, university setting where you know everybody's doing well um and there's no like there's no idea that it's not okay to be gay you yeah. know where it's just like everybody is is who they are and nobody has to say that they're gay and everybody is just fine like nothing bad happens i mean like well like nothing like big bad happens you know they yeah have, like well they have yeah yeah and so, like, and so for them to be willing to do this, mm-hmm. you know, it, so here's here's the thing, though. While they're willing to put it on air, and I've seen a lot of people on Twitter, I mean, like, take Twitter for what it is. It's just a space where you, like, write a couple of things. Um, but they, I think they do, some have a point where they're not really promoting 
the show the way that they would, like, for example, a fish upon the sky. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love fish upon the sky. Don't no, don't don't I, even get me started. It's an adorable show, but right. And I'm not saying anything against fish upon the sky. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's things I could say, but uh, this is not the show for that. No, <laughs> no. Another it's another time. Another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so so, but they're not like they're not presenting it that way. Whereas like there's like a bunch of merch. You know, there's like. And you, we all know how GMMTV loves merch. Like, that's like... Oh my god, could you imagine not me merch? That would be terrible. What a <laughs> terrible idea that would be. Yeah, but they're not like... They they're not doing it. They're not doing right. it, which is good. Right. But they're not like making things that you could use as merch, right? They're not like... Um, I think the only thing that they had, like... I mean, this could be like... I haven't checked in a while. But one of the things that they were selling were those bandanas... Mm-hmm. That they wear, and so they were selling those. And then, but here's the thing: like you could sell gun, like because you know, in like Tom Chomlety, they had that mm-hmm. ugly anchor, that ugly ass anchor shit. Yeah. No, do you yeah. know what they should sell? Do you know this is all they need to sell? Okay. okay. Photo books and the soundtrack. Right. That's, it. That's, That's the photo book soundtrack DVD. You don't need anything else. People will buy it. People. Okay. The soundtrack is bomb. People like, would love, especially international audiences, because all yes. the English songs do. But, like, then, you know, with a lot of international audiences watching Thai dramas, yeah, that's not a, that's yeah, not an issue. Yeah. But, yeah. like, that, what this is what the people want. They want the photo books, maybe with some photo cards in it. People fucking love a good photo card. Okay? I Trust me. Cards. Trust me. I'm in the K-pop fandom. People love a good... I, one of these days, man, I gotta show you my photo card collection. You're gonna be like... I, I, have, I have photo cards now. I have yeah. I have fluke photo cards. I have bad body photo cards. I yeah, no, I it. have um. Let me just. I have literal books of photo cards. I, I have a box of my unsorted photo cards. I've got it's on it's on it's it's unreal. It's because I own like hundreds of K-pop albums. And Maybe we could show those on stream. Oh, by be- the way, yeah, wait. Uh. We'll we'll get that to that. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. there. But like all all that like any other merch would be disingenuous of the actual show. Yeah, that's true. Because literally the show is like capitalism is evil. So probably the move isn't let's capitalism this. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but literally just photo books, the DVD of the show. And the soundtrack. That's yeah. They don't need to think that hard about this. They don't. They and you just put them in the those pretty big boxes. You know, yeah. Like the. So like the you can do so. Pe- so people on YouTube can do like nice unboxings. Like, yeah. Oh my know. god, I would totally love that. I'd do an unboxing. Hey, GMMTV. Yeah. Send, please send listen, me. Why aren't we in charge <laughs> of their merchandising? Like. Listen, they got a little, they got a little head of themselves, okay? With the Bad Buddy merch, it went successful. So now they're getting cocky, but they don't, don't, stop, don't do it. Resist temptation. Reel it in. It's, I actually, you know, this is sort of a little side note, re-merch, but I find this happens a lot, especially since I am so, so much into the, you know, the K-pop fandom, where it's like, these K-pop companies will put out this merch, and it is so out of touch and god awful ugly. 
And then I'm just sitting here like, nobody wants to buy this ugly thing. Like there was, listen, man, take time out of your day at one point and search up the official Super M Go 100 merch. It is the, it looks like, like someone made it in MS Paint. It's bad. <laughs> and then they put that out as like actual things that they expected people to buy. And I'm just like, oh. So, so my problem is, I mean, it's fine if you, like, make merch for your shows, like, by yeah. all means. We gotta they fund were, the show somehow. They were making, for Bad Buddy, they made door hangers. Like, they, I get that, because, like, that was, like, a prop on the show. So, like, I understand the urge there. I mean, I mean, sure, but also, like, really? Well, like, listen, as long as they're not charging, like, an arm and a leg for it, which they probably were, they but... Were. And then, and then, and then, like, not only just for Thai fans, right? But, like, for people that have yeah. to ship it. Well, you you know what wouldn't, what what I would think would be cheeky and fun, okay? If we're, if we're talking about Bad Buddy merch, right? Is if the door hanger was, like, an extra in, like, the photo book or DVD set. Yeah. That would have made more sense than being like, would you like to buy this cardboard door hanger? Like. (laughs) But people, but that's the thing. People bought it, which is fine. Like, you spend your disposable income however you would like. Like, we're not saying. Yeah, listen, you do you, boo-boo. We don't. We don't judge here. Yeah. Um, We we judge the merch makers, not the merch buyers, you know? Right, right, right. Um. But so my thing is, is like, you, I guess so back, going back to like the way that they're promoting Not Me, or or not promoting Not Me, I should say, um, because they're, they're not. I mean, they're not. They're just not. And I just don't. I understand why. Okay, go ahead and talk. So it's it's basically the subject matter. Okay, so if you don't know anything about the Thai government at the moment. The Thai Thailand has been under a military junta uh, with the focus on the monarchy and oligarchs for many years now. So this show is actually by by making it like they still have free speech nominally, okay? But um, by promoting this, they could be basically putting a target on their own backs if they do too much promotion of it because it could be seen as, you know, gov- well, by could be, I mean, it 100% is government critical. Right. So, But since it's as popular and it has such popular actors in it, they can't really do anything to the, you know, to the cast and crew, right? But they'd be really pushing their luck by, you know, giving it the bad buddy treatment. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I can't really fault them for that. It's it's sort of a a, a wimpy cop out, but I understand from a business standpoint why you wouldn't give it the promo that the show of this caliber deserves. Right, which is unfortunate, you know, because it definitely deserves it, and it mm-hmm. definitely deserves. So, so it's not just, like, let's just put aside the silly merch and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they really could get 
nominated for awards, like real, mm-hmm. like real awards, like not the cads that you have to pay for awards. And so my my fear is is because they're not promoting it the way that they would, um, that you know, actors who have really like put their heart and soul into it aren't mm-hmm. going to get the accolades that they deserve, rightfully so. But the thing thing about this is accolades aren't really everything in an acting career. That's and true. if actors are doing as good of a job as they are in this, other directors in the industry will see this and casting directors will see this and cast them in other things that, that will get accolades. So it's really not, it's not as, like, the advertising of it isn't as important as the response to it is. So the response, so I see a lot of response like, oh, how dare GMNPV not promote this, not promote this. But it's like, they're not really thinking of the grander political scheme of what that would entail. And sort of, it would be a big financial risk for GMMTV to do so. And they already took quite a big financial risk actually making the show. Right. So, like... I think people just need to sort of context it into a, you know, the reality of the situation. Because, as we said, this isn't one of GMMTV's, like, alternate realities where everything is good and fun. This is based in real reality. (laughs) Like, the reality that people are currently living in. So. It's, it's sort of, it, it wouldn't make sense for it to have the same, you know, treatment that GMMTV would be giving to other things. Like, for example, like, they're not having little, you know, side stories involving fucking eating the, the Oishi, oh, uh, the you know, iced tea, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. there's not, there's not like a, you know, a friggin' Cornetto you know, <laughs> epilogue at the end of it. Like, and so you gotta actually be like, okay, like GMMTV is not making as much money on this show as they could on as they usually on these other shows. Yeah, it's like because let's be honest, when you watch a GMMTV show, there's it's almost just as fun to watch the blatant product placement. <laughs> It as is. it is to watch the show. But this one is very scaled back. Like, you know, like, okay, yeah, like, they'll, you know, they're they're much more natural with it. Like, yeah, they're yeah. eating the chips that are sponsoring the show, but they're not, like, holding it up to the camera. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or they're drinking the, the like, they don't even, it's like not even Oishi Lemon. It's like these, like, alternate drinks. They're, like, in cans. Yeah, they're they're being a very like scaled back, so they're not making the amount of money on this that they are on their more bankable commercial. shows. Yeah. yeah, they're more commercial so, shows. So I I understand from both a business and a socio political like bent as to why this show wouldn't be getting the amount of promo that other shows would. Yeah. So I don't really, I'm not going to complain about it because I sat back and thought about it and it it just, it just makes sense, you know? Yeah. 
That's true, because when you because when you're just looking at it at face value, you're just like, well, what the hell? Like this show like deserves yeah. so much, and it like does. this is the because I I I am very easily and very non like I'm you know I'm not conflicted when I say this is the best show GMM TV has made in years. Right, it is. Like it is. this is this is, is like I've seen. Listen, I've seen a lot of GMM TV shows. This is the best one. Yeah, it, okay, it really like this, is. This is the best one that they have made, and I have watched many, okay? Many. This ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> but at the same time, it's the sort of show that has to stand on its own without marketing help. Right. And that's totally fine, because they are doing it. They're doing yeah. it. Like, it's just... It's just, you know, we can all be a little sad that it's not getting the push, but at the same time, you know. Even without the push, yeah, it's even, still getting, you yeah. know, it's, it's, people are still watching it. So it's almost as though the fandom itself will market it so GMFTV doesn't have to take the risk to do it themselves. I mean, if you think about it, they really don't because, like, it trends, like, every episode. Yeah. Like, and people are talking about it. People are into it. Yeah. I Hell, mean, I just had, I just had a live stream, and we convinced my friend who's never seen a Thai show in his life to watch it. So, <laughs> like, yeah. he, and I don't I don't think he's seen an Asian show in his life. And Ooh. we were like, Yo, uh, maybe <laughs> I think I think maybe he's seen Train to Busan. But I'm like, Yo, you should watch Not Me. You'd love it, and he will. He will. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Next time. <laughs> anyway. Ah, good times. Yeah, Not Me is doing a really good job. And I'm very surprised that it came from GMM TV. I am. Um, I This feels like, like, a, like a passion project. Like, this feels like, like a director, like, approached Gunn and was like, hey. No, I think that's how Have I happened. got the show for you? I think it's a P. P. Nucci? Mm-hmm. That's the director. She literally took this GOT7 fan fiction that she found mm-hmm. and was like, I could do something. She took this, like, apparently, because, like, my, I haven't read the GOT7 fan fiction, but, like, I know some of my friends who have, and they're like, it's GOT awful. And I'm like, oh. But the idea is there. But the idea is there. You know? So she took that and she said, I can make this. Mm-hmm. And I can do it the way that I want. And, like, she literally had, like, no fear and just said, this is what I want to do, JMM TV. Yeah. And, and they, and to their credit, you know, they let her do it. <laughs> you know, they, they were, I don't know, that, that first trailer that they had, I don't know if you remember this. It's been a uh, while. It was, it was a while ago. It was a while. I think it was, like, in 20... I want to say, like, in the beginning of, you, cause you know how JMM TV, if you're not aware... GMM TV every year has their big kind of like announcement mm-hmm. season, um, and so they announce all their BLs, all their shows basically. But they announce you know all their lineup, and it's a big deal over there. And so when they showed the trailer for the original trailer for Not Me, it was very different. Yeah, like it was like it still had that like it didn't it wasn't as gritty <laughs> like it still kind of had that like gmm nice... tv flavor to it yeah it had that nice gmm tv sheen 
you know that like that like the like nice Instagram filter on it. Um, <laughs> and the, so I I'm so I'm assuming that that's how she got them to say yes because like she's like she filmed this trailer and she said this mm-hmm. is the show that I want to make and Jamin PD is like oh it's a little bit gritty but I see the shine. So like yeah. yeah okay yeah okay and then she like went and said like just kidding this is gonna be hard to watch enjoy <laughs> da, 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 da. it's not like it's not hard to watch it's hard to market there's a difference no 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 I mean like hard to watch in the sense that you're watching like painful things happen to oh people. yeah 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 hard you're to, watching. Like, it, it's it's good to watch. It's a great show. It's it's really well acted, really well written. Um, the story is great, uh, while not being like super complicated at the same time. Like it's a very simple premise, but like done incredibly well. Um, it's like it's like another show that like is very simple in premise, but it's like amazing. It is, and I don't want to compare them to their two kind of different like situations. But it's kind of like You're My Sky in the way that it, they took, like, a common kind of college story and somehow made it, like, the thing. <laughs> I don't know. I was just going to... Look, we're not going to talk about You're My Sky because I will go on for hours. And this not, is not, not the yet, show. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Not yet, not yet. This is not the show for that. Um, yeah, I... Oh, my God. I love Not Me. And, like... And at first, when I first saw it, I was just like, I'm sure it's... And I didn't know what to expect, right? Because, you know, you see GMMTV and it's like, you know the shows that they make and it's fine. I liked some GMMTV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that, you know, ATOTS was really well done and kind of a little bit different yeah. for a GMMTV show. I thought, in my, in my head, I was just like, if they can make, like, one really good show, like, every two years, I'll be kind of happy you know, like, that's really all I want. But they, like, really blew it out of the park with um, Not Me Yet. I know it's not going to happen again, but I, I like that it's happening now and I can see it. <laughs> you know. Um, but um, it's just it's just a good show. And it's we great. here at the BL Can't See Me podcast definitely recommend it for you. Yes. Uh, it literally is the best show GMMTV has ever made. Really? Like, like I say that with my whole heart. Yeah. Like I'm putting my putting my hands on the line as of right now. Best show GMMTV ever made. It really is. Like I really feel that it is. Like and it's just it's just amazing. Like there's not enough good things I could say about it. Mm-hmm. All right, switching gears, switching gears here because we we like rolling along here. Roll with so. the punches. <laughs> yeah. Just not as punchy as black. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, so the next thing that we were going to discuss today is the recent KBL dramas that have seemed to have stepped up their game. Yes, they've been very entertaining these days. And while they kept to the same kind of short form formula, the episodes, not as short. Not as short. The, the episodes are getting longer. Uh, semantic error is about like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kiss, uh, Kissable Lips that just ended was, I think, like around eighteen minutes. Yeah, and then uh, uh, ooh, the one that just started, Cherry Blossoms After Winter. Uh, <laughs> Cherry Blossoms After Winter. 
is, okay. is like a it's like a half an hour. Yeah, still like twenty two minutes, but like still, still it feels like, it feels it feels like a like a good length when you're watching it. Yeah, they're, it gi- just, they're giving it the light on me treatment, you know, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, which is you know very much appreciated. I do enjoy the new longer bits because I yeah. feel like you get more of a story. It doesn't feel as rushed as like the earlier KBLs did. Um, mm. With really one like... exception, and oh. that is to my star because that is perfect. Perfect. That is that is a perfect. But that's yeah, that's perfect. you know the movie. See the mo- the movie version of to my star is perfect. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's just... basically a movie. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I got. To, I just love to my star so much. Can't I mean, I mean, I do too. Can I, I mean, season two. Season, season two. Okay. 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 <gasps> Trying to put on our serious podcaster caps. Yeah. Our, ser- our serious KBL, as serious as that, that can be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I, and I didn't want to talk particularly. So I love the shows, obviously, um, or else we wouldn't be here talking about them. But I really wanted to talk about the actors outside of the show a little bit. Mm. Because they seem to be doing things a little bit differently than they were in the beginning. And what I mean by that is, is that they seem to have understood some sort of a level of attachment to their co-stars. Well, I think what's happening... Okay, so I think we're talking mostly about the two people starring in Semantic Error right now. And Kissable Lips. Yes. But like... More so, semantic error. They've really, like, honed in. And I do believe that is because, the like, one of the guys, I'm forgetting their names right now, is in a K-pop group. And K-pop groups, they they know fan service. Uh, he's mean? in Dong... Dong, Dong Kids. Dong Kids, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Park Soham. Yeah, I actually wrote his name down. I did research. Yeah. Um, they know fan service from... No, Park So Hum was in K&K. 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 You're the K-pop expert. Listen, I don't know everything about K-pop. Do you know how many K-pop groups there are out there? I can't know everything about everything, you know? I can only know so much. The actor, the actor from Donkeys is uh, named Jay Chan. Jay Chan, yeah. So we have two K-pop actors who, in their the K-pop idols, who in their idol life were very well versed in, you know, cheeky sort of fan service because K-pop fans are just fujoshis in secret. Okay, they really are. They really are. Like K-pop, incredibly gay baiting. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be. <laughs> There's a reason why there's so much fan fiction, okay? <laughs> They're writing it for us, all right? It's not, so, right, it's not writing themselves. No. So you've got these two, you know, K-pop, you know, ex-K-pop idols. Because, um, well, I think K&K still exists, but... Uh, yeah, but Say Home is not in K&K anymore. And, yeah. And J-Ten is still in Dunsies. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So they're very flirtatious with each other. Uh, very queer baity. Uh, but listen, they're making a gay show. Like, 
Project they're just, they're, it's it's marketing. It's like and see, but what I love about it is that I can recognize. Yeah, this is this is just this is just marketing. We all know it. But they're, you know, they're they're so good at it that there's a little bit of that Delulu brain. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just like, mm, well, what if it is? It's marketing. And that's what fan fiction is for, my friends. Right. So, but, uh... so, so as as somebody who is well-versed in BL land, mm-hmm. I obviously created a podcast about it. And who's been on the Twitter space as a voice or whatever. Not a voice. I don't want to say that. That makes me sound like... Stupid. Up on yourself, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been in the community, yes, for a bit of time. I understand these things, like I really do. But when I see them together, in like being cute, and I'm just like, "Why are you doing this to my brain?" <laughs> like, just, just, just be like all the other KBL stars before you, and I will be all good. I don't need this coming from Korea. Thank you. Oh, they're they're gonna pull you in. Or hey. Korea's gonna make a K-pop stand out of you yet. Listen, I already discovered that I am already a stan. That's like, right. You're, I'm working on her, everyone. I'm working on her. I'm working on many many groups. I'm uh, pulling her into my web, my web of despair at this point. Because if I have to suffer, I need to pull everyone else in with me. You know. <laughs> So, uh, so right now I'm a big Seahub stan, like just and and all about him, all about him. And then right now I did manage to get into uh, only one of, so I'm like, mm-hmm. and I know, and I knew two of their names, so I'm making progress. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's all you need, really. You know. Really? And I know that I listen, and I could like, and I started listening to like uh, the Dong Z's like MVs. Like I started doing that today. I, I'm just gonna pick Jay Chan because like he's there, <laughs> like I know who he is. So he's just gonna be my bias for all time because like that's the name I know. That's how well, that's gonna you, work. Uh, no, do not. <laughs> I'm just saying, like if we're talking cherry blossoms after winter. Uh, oh my god, do not please. No, it's okay. He wasn't in a K-pop group, but there was a temporary trot group that did have K-pop guys in it called Super Five, and he was in that. Why are you doing this to me? Because I love to see you suffer. So he's the one playing uh, Hey Bomb, the the shorter one. Oh my god! So okay. So speaking about Hey Bomb, oh. so cute, so sweet, so adorable. I can pinch his little cheeks. Until he takes off his shirt. Wait, well, okay, yeah, listen. We all know that these men work out, but they look cute until then. So that's all we need to know for this, okay? Okay, sorry. My bad. Like, this is not a simple. Also, like, listen, I'm, I'm all for following your bliss, but, like, I'm I'm not gonna hard stand any of these guys. He was born in 1997. I ain't hard standing shit with this one. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. he's a baby. Can't do that. He's a little a little. He's a little child. He's he's too too young for me. Like listen, it would still be legal, but ain't that ain't about that life. Yeah, me okay? yeah, me and Natalia, me and Natalia, 25 and up, please. Thank you. Yeah, 
Thank, thank you. Well, like, listen, I'm, I'm not really on the, I'm not on the prowl anyway. I've been married for over a decade, but <laughs> <laughs> I got married when I was 22. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been at this life, uh, out, out, I've been out of the game for a while. Let's say that. I just, I'm a bad influence. I just, I've known this my whole life. No, it's fine. Uh. <laughs> I'm. I say far worse things than. You know, you do actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyone who follows me on Twitter, like for example, I used to um, do a little segment that I had to discontinue because people were just getting out of hand. Um, I was called. I can't believe I'm telling people this on the podcast. Um, it was K-pop bulge detectoring. Um, and it, there's this one tweet that I made. It's an evergreen tweet. Like, every couple of months, someone discovers it. It's from years ago. And it was just a tweet of, of a gif of Shonu from Mustang <laughs> wearing gray sweatpants. <laughs> and <laughs> you could see everything to the point he's on like a variety show and you can see so much that literally the host like tries to casually put like a piece of paper in front of his crotch to hide it <laughs> and i was like he gets an award for the best k-pop bulge and every i like this tweet is gonna haunt me until i die. i can never run for political office because of no this. You, you know what you know so now that we're talking about really embarrassing tweets that will i wasn't embarrassed at the time but now i'm kind of i'm a little ashamed so so <laughs> okay so <laughs> so there was once upon a time not very long ago where I, so the 609 bedtime story is, is going to be own Fluke's, like, new, like, drama. Mm-hmm. And, but the premise is about, like, parallel universes. Mm, and fun. so, but the, yeah, but the first scene has a very intimate scene. And then, oh. and then there's a portal that opens. And so Ooh. I made a tweet that said, the D was so good that it opened up a space portal. No, like, that was like, a, that literally, to bring it back to not me, that was all of us joking, like, when the D is so good, it wakes your, st- your twin brother from a coma. Yeah. And so, but like, and I made that tweet, and it literally caught fire. Like, everybody was tweeting it, like, it got retweeted a bunch of times, and I was like... And then you're like, oh no, what have I done? Right, because I was just like, oh my god, like, stop retweeting this. Like, to be honest, like, if I had been following, I like, following the, the show, I would have probably retweeted it with just sex portal, sex portal, sex portal, sex portal. <laughs> well, you can go into my tweets and do that. fine. <laughs> but, like... And so, like, and so every so often, like, I just, okay, good, it's gone, like, it'll, like, it's just disappeared. And then all of a sudden, I see the eggplant emoji. I'm like, why? Why is this? Uh, it haunts us. You know what's terrible? Eggplant's, like, one of my favorite vegetables. <laughs> it's just, it's just been, it's been perverted by the internet. Peaches were my favorite fruit. 
No, like, I love, okay, speaking of peaches, I love, okay, this is just like an aside, this is another K-pop aside, I really love it when songs don't hide what they're about, they don't even try. Me too. Um, so, there's a song by Lei, who is a I love Lei! Yes, a member of EXO. Uh, called Peach. <laughs> I think and I it's, saw that. It's exactly what you would think it is. Mm-hmm. But listen, if you're if you're out there and you're new to the K-pop fandom and you want the thirstiest K-pop music, you gotta check out a little group called Vix. Um, I'm pretty sure every single song they've ever written is about fucking, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're big fans. Yes. <laughs> Um, what? <laughs> I like how this podcast is just—it's—it's it's gone uh, on a wild. <laughs> they have an album. Like Vix has an album called Chained Up, and it comes with a BDS. <laughs> no, it comes with a BDSM contract. Oh my god! I need to order this. Um, one of the members designed an official fandom thong. <laughs> they just need to stamp them now. This is. This is what's happening. Uh, I don't think it was on purpose. I think it was kind of an accident, but it happened. I think we, um, were, suppo- we were supposed to talk about Kissable Lips. Yeah, Kissable Lips. Uh, that was a vampire show, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible ending. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It was, no, but I was talking. I was going to talk about Kim G. Yeah, yeah, do the fan service. Bring, bring us back. Bring us back. We get distracted. Bring us back. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so, 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 yeah, so while, like, Park Se-yong and jo- and uh, Jae-chan are really good at the band service, who are even better at it are the actors from Kissable Lips. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Kim Ji-young, Wung, uh, and Yu- Yoon So-bin, I'm very sorry. Korean listeners. <laughs> I tried my best. Um, so they are freaking adorable, let me tell you. And they don't not just do, like, they don't just do, like, cute little cutesy things. They go all in for the fan service. Yeah, they've... Like, they go on dates. <laughs> they, like... And I'm like, could you not? Now, Kim Ji Woong uh, was also... <laughs> debuted in a k-pop group oh which one uh, it's a disbanded one called inx and uh yosu bin didn't debut in a k-pop group but he was a part of produce x 101 so wanted to debut in a k-pop group maybe maybe someone will like pick him up now hmm well i think he's 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 decided to go on the acting. Also, the guy who plays the villain um, was also in another K-pop group. So he was in K K. Uh, no, wait, was he Ajax? Ajax. Sorry, I don't know. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's a billion K-pop groups. Yeah, I know. He's also in one of my favorite rom-coms, uh, Jugglers. <laughs> what? It, it it's a it's a K drama called Jugglers. 
like as in juggling, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and it stars Daniel Choi, and I have to tell a little fun little aside about Daniel Choi because Daniel Choi has a very nice butt. And I was uh, watching Jugglers with my mom after she had a hip replacement, and she was on painkillers. And there's this one scene where he, like, leans over and, like, just the lighting and everything, like, really just framed the posterior. And uh, poor, poor Mama Joe was like, oh, my. <laughs> like, it sent her to the stratosphere. She was like, that is a, that is a nice behind. And I was like, isn't it, Mom? Isn't it? But anyway, that, that was just a little random aside for all y'all. My mom will never. My mom will never admit that she said this, but I was there. Well, that's okay. But anyway, yes, kissable lips. So we got more, you know, ex K-pop. That's the, the, so the, I I know that we talked about this in a prior episode where I know um, one of our friends Al was talking about how she didn't th- how they didn't think um, that was a good thing that idols were in uh, K-pop drama. K-pop dramas. Wow. K-pop. Yeah. I think it's a great thing. I don't see what the, like, there's actually, um, even in just non-BL dramas, there is, like, a really big stigma against idol actors, is what they're called. Um, and it, a lot of it is completely, actually, most of it is completely unfounded, um, because a lot of them do an excellent job. Like, for yeah. example, like, Dio from EXO has won acting awards. He's really good, and I he's, love He's fantastic. I love the drama season. Uh, Junwoo from, um, I'm sure I know I'm pronouncing his name right, but um, from 2PM. Yeah. He's really good. I know there's Like Tachyon ta- uh, from 2PM. Like he's, yeah, oh, like, chef's kiss. Actually, pretty much everyone in 2PM is an excellent is like, actor. Really like, good. Like, uh, this is a little shout out to uh, my fellow podcast mate, Jessie, because 2PM is her ultimate group, and she loves all of them, so. I mean, my, yeah. my, my bias is, is Jenho because, well, one, I didn't even know he was in a K-pop group. Um, I just fell in love with his acting. Mm-hmm. But now I'm, like, a fan of, like, 2PM. Yeah. 2PM um, is great. Yeah, they are. Um, but, yeah, no, he's amazing. And so I don't think that just because you train to be a K-pop idol that you can't act. It's just like anything else, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a skill that you acquire over time. And... Like, people are, listen, people just like to be mean for the sake of being mean. And they like to overanalyze for the sake of being overanalyzed. And they also like to go into things, and, like, people will go into these things with preconceptions of what they believe a person's acting ability is based on the fact that they were a K-pop idol before. And it's completely unfounded. Like, so, when, you know, when you hear someone, when I hear someone say, like, oh, all idol actors are terrible... I just I just look at them like, sure, that's your opinion. Like every every single one, all of them, right? All hundreds of them. Like there's so many, you know. Because and this this makes sense as to why so many K-pop idols transition into acting is because acting is a slightly more stable career than being a K-pop idol because there's only only so many groups can succeed for a long period of time. Yeah, and also, I, not necessarily that there's a shelf life, but, like, there's definitely a time where it's just, like... Well, 
yeah, not necessarily. Like, look at, like, Super Junior. They've been going That's on. True. Look at fucking sex keys, right? Or, yeah, right. you know, like. Yeah, I mean, this. Like, freaking look at look at Kim Jong-kook. He's been going for a while, okay? Like, Turbo had, like, a 20-year reunion or something recently. Like, there, there are some. Right. You know. But it's very but, difficult. It's very cutthroat. I mean, not that acting, not that, you know, being an actor isn't cutthroat. But, mm-hmm. like. I feel like being a K-pop idol or training into that and just like kind of like in documentaries that I've seen about it is a very cutthroat. It's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's just like that. that's part of the, the deal that you sign up for, basically. Mm-hmm. Like when you decide that this is something that you want to do. Um, and, and, you know, and anybody has a, you know, if that's what they decide to do, then that's great. But it's a lot of sacrifice and it's a lot of like... Giving yeah. up a lot of things. Like, you know, uh, like one of the big things, like, you know, you, they give up, you know, privacy and they give up a normal, you know, life and, you know, the under, like, having a relationship without people constantly up in your business about it, you know, which is, yeah. which I always find so funny when there's, you know, a big hullabaloo, like, oh, this person was caught dating. Like, yeah, they're like a 27-year-old man. It would be kind of... You know, like, and who who hasn't come out as ace? It would be kind of strange if they didn't want to date. You know, <laughs> I just, I, mean, I, like, just, I always think that aspect of like any fandom is really weird. It's so because, fucking weird, isn't it? Because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and this is, I think, like one of the things that K-pop, K pop K K pop fandom and BL fandom have a lot in common is Crazies. like, well, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, it is right because like mm-hmm. you have like fans who understand that they're doing a job yeah and while sometimes they like doing their job and they like the person that they do their job with that may not always necessarily be the case right and Mm -hmm. so like you don't know what they're like behind you know all the instagram posts and all you know whatever lives that they do same thing with k-pop idols like you see them like for an hour or two like on a Mm -hmm. live and they're you know having a good time or whatever but like they have you know and and it's just like why do you care who they go out with like even even in like bl land like why do you care yeah like it has this is what i call they need this is when i always say like ooh, need to touch some grass like you need to get out like this the parasocial relationship has gone too far touch some grass just just go outside breathe some fresh air realize you don't know these people and they don't owe you anything and then you know i always you know you'll hear them like oh like you know they betrayed their fans like we've been you know supporting them by you know buying their albums i'm like yeah they gave you the album that was the deal they produced (laughs) they produced the album you you paid money and you received the album. You didn't receive the person as a slave. Right? Exactly. Like so you how like would you like it if someone if you like say you work at Burger King. If someone came and purchased a burger that you made, okay? And then they go home and then they find out that you're you're going on a date and they go, "Well, I don't I supported your career." How dare how dare you <laughs> use that money on, you know, someone some like some some woman or some man or whatever. And it's just like, that's absurd. That's just an absurd thing to say. So these fans are absurd. 
They're insane. They need to get therapeutic help from a professional. Which is not us. Not us. We are not the professionals. We're just telling you, go go get some fucking help from a professional because you need it. You know? Which is, which is so, I just, it's just funny because, like, one of my friends asked me, like, how I came up with the title for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, the other, like, the other podcast had very, like, cute, cute podcast names. Yeah. And, and I do not. <laughs> and so I said, well, I guess I was on Twitter when I had been on Twitter for maybe, like, less than a year or something. And, like, just seeing all these people, like, go on about the idols and, you know, and just, like, mm-hmm. giving, like, these, like, not, like, they're not eulogies, like, soliloquies about them. And I'm just like, y'all need to chill. Y'all <laughs> need to chill the fuck. Like, these people don't know you. They don't know you. They're not your friends. They're they're grown people doing an, a job. And so I was like, because then I just kept on saying, oh, like, be out, like, you know, save my life. Like, I was just like, I was just like, well, how cheeky would it be if I was like, BL can't save you? Mm-hmm. And so that's how, that's how we, that's how I got the name. <laughs> so it's like, I had a like, very listen, start... this, <laughs> this is, this should be a hobby, not, not your entire existence. I mean, I say that while I've turned this into my <laughs> Well, like, listen... <laughs> Like, I, listen, but you recognize that this is a hobby. Like, you recognize that you, you can't, you're not trying to control anyone's lives. You're not paying to get their phone number so you can harass them constantly. Like, (laughs) y'all. Y'all don't do that. Like, don't pay anybody for people's phone numbers. Like, just don't. Don't do it. It's crazy. It really is a little crazy. Did we even stay on topic? No, that's fine. <laughs> you know, as long as everyone's having a good time listening, who cares? You right, know? right. That's what I think. But speaking of having a good time listening, um, me and Natalia are going to be doing a live stream on the Manor Reads channel. And we're going to do something very exciting. Mm-hmm. We're going to be ranking the top 20 BLs. Mm-hmm. Tearless style, baby. Tearless style, baby. So, if you have any BL that you want to suggest, you can DM me. You can tweet tweet at us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, underscore. Oh, sorry. It's at. <laughs> wow. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Right? Right? It's at BL underscore save. You can tweet at, at us there. Wow. Um, I got there, though. That's what matters. Um, just shoot us a line about, you know, what BL do you think deserves to be on the top 20 list? Now, we will let you know it's not going to be scientific. No. It's this is just our be- personal opinion. It's going to be very suggestive. Suggestive? Subjective. Subjective yes. is the word you're looking for here. Yes. 
Don't worry, I got you, girl. I got you. I got you, fam. I got you, fam. Subjective. All right, bestie? Subjective. We all good. <laughs> Sorry, my dyslexia sometimes makes random it's, it's, it's all good in the hood. It's all good, man. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so it's going to be completely opinion-based, like that, right? It's not scientific, we're not rating these on like the Oscar or the acting. You know, no, it's our it's our personal feelings. So yes. it's gonna be a fun time, and of course, we will be taking uh, audience suggestions. Like you know, we can be swayed. You can come convince us in the chat. <laughs> so yes. this, is, this is not a definitive list by any chance. We're literally just gonna pick our top twenty top twenty dramas that we've enjoyed, and we're gonna tier list them. Yes, and, yes. and listen. I say enjoyed, I don't mean that we're the best. No. Okay? Because y'all know I have watched, and you probably have to have watched some real entertaining, terrible shows. Yes. I have. So it's going to be a fun time. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to be doing that on Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mm -hmm. So uh, don't worry, I'm going to mark... I'm going to, you know... That's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Um, for those of you on the East Coast and in Canada. <laughs> well, no, just for... Not not the whole of Canada. Just <laughs> literally where I live in Canada. <laughs> Eastern Time. <laughs> but if you're in Quebec or Ontario, that's the time that you're going to use. <laughs> Canada is... Literally one of the biggest countries in the world. It has several time zones. I just, I just think they, I just think that Canada is you, Natalia. Like just Natalia. <laughs> Natalia is the only person in Canada. New, new, new. If I can uh, do my little end of end of spiel, uh, if you like the what I'm putting down, I am on two other podcasts. Uh, the Certified Nunas, which is about Asian entertainment at CertifiedNunas.com. And also, We Live Online, which is about basically meme culture and nostalgia from the 90s and the 2000s, uh, which is uh, We Live Online Pod uh, on Twitter, and we are on all the podcast places. You know how it be. Um, yeah, we just uh, we just did an episode about uh, Brendan Fraser. We did a little two-parter, so... Ooh. I know. Good times. Good times. Uh, good times. Good times. And uh, if you like BL stickers, SojuStickerClub.com. Uh, I, I make and sell them. So. They're very nice stickers. They're they're waterproof. They're. they're, they're if you're looking, if you're looking for merch done by somebody who's very passionate. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Where's your merch, girl? Uh, Drop that merch. You could go to Redbubble. Uh, Mana Reads is my shop name. Go there and buy some stuff. I would. Re- that's that's gonna help the podcast and all our endeavors. Uh, Natalia needs a tufting gun. I do. I do. So please feel free to support. Um, I would like to make some rugs. So yeah. Yeah, That's, yeah. Little, little fun thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> also, go to our website, blcan'tsaveyou.com. Yeah. Write us a comment. You know, share some things that you got. If you have 
If you feel the urge to write any reviews or to post fan edits or anything else, <laughs> you can also DM me uh, at Fluke National. I'm my DMs are open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed listening. Yeah, we yeah. enjoyed talking. <laughs> so remember, uh, BL is fun, but it can't save you. So get outside, man. Touch some grass. Don't be crazy. <laughs> <laughs>